Hey there, everyone, and welcome to Leap of Faith Podcast. I'm Lorraine. I'm your host today. Uh, today is Monday, uh, and uh, we are in episode 65.2, and we're continuing on in Exodus chapter 4. So uh, welcome, and thank you for being here. Uh, I'm always glad that you're able to join me and take a little bit of time out of your day to uh, dive into God's Word. So um, we're just thankful. Uh, I had a good uh, podcast on Friday with Jeremiah, and uh, today we're going to continue reading about Moses and uh, his concern over what God wants him to do. So uh, with that said, uh, uh, Jeremiah and I have talked, and we wanted to incorporate something new into the Leap of Faith podcast podcast. world and so we are going to start giving uh, a bible verse a day uh, we felt i i already do that on my uh, instagram page and on my personal facebook page <clears throat> but it's through a different app and i didn't want to be take i'm sure they don't mind uh because it's getting god's word out there but i kind of wanted to start doing my own thing so we wanted to start doing our own So today, excuse me, is uh, we're going to call it Motivation Monday, and uh, what better verse to start with than uh, I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength, which is Philippians 4, 13. And so, uh, and the reason why this uh, holds, a couple of reasons, uh, holds dear to my heart, uh, because a friend of mine gave me a framed picture of this Bible verse and it's in my family room and it reminds me that I can do all things through Christ. Uh, It is him who gives the strength to keep moving on and so let me give you a quick little backstory on this. A couple weeks ago I went in for my first MRI and if anybody's ever been in, in for an MRI you know that it's a tube that you have to go into and you feel very and I'm not a claustrophobic claustrophobic person but apparently uh, I have a little bit of it because when I started going into that tube and I didn't close my eyes I started kind of freak out my heartbeat started to raise and you know hit the panic button they pulled me back out anyway second time I went back in they gave me a little cover for my eyes so I could keep my eyes closed and not see and then they put a little aromatherapy patch on my gown and that helped to kind of calm me but the thing that really and truly calmed me was that bible verse I kept repeating it over and over in my head I just kept saying I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength I can do all things and I just kept on and on and so uh, that calmed my spirit just praying and you know I kept talking to God and uh, they were very good. The two technicians that were there, they were giving me, num- you know, like a time limit on each um, study that they had to do on me. And so it was like, okay, we're going to be in here for three minutes. Okay, this one's going to take four. And it was a little nerve wracking. I was in there for an hour. And uh, anyway, long story short, I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. I can do that. So that's your motivation for today. I know that that's a very famous uh, Bible verse. Uh, Many people know it. 
And uh, it really is uh, motivational because it kind of helps you to push on and to drive on and to keep moving uh, because you can do it. You can do it. Whatever it is you're going through, uh, you can get through it because God and Christ will give you strength. So that's it for that part uh, for Bible verse of the day. Uh, I am going to open us up in prayer and then we will go ahead and start reading, uh, continue reading with Moses. So let's pray. <clears throat> Heavenly Father, Holy God, we come to you at the foot of your throne. We we want to be at your feet learning from you and and understanding you and getting to know you better and becoming more and more in love with you. And so what better way to do that is through your word, Lord. We thank you for this word. We thank you for your instructions and we thank you for being our heavenly father and guiding us and directing us in every step of the way and we thank you for the strength that you give us to get through every day and that strength comes through jesus christ we thank you for his uh, sacrifice on the cross we thank you for the blood that he shed that gives us new hope that gives us hope for a new life and a new life in heaven with you we thank you for the salvation that that brings Lord, I thank you for those who are out there listening. I pray blessings over each and every one of them. I thank you for their diligence to reading their Bible. And Lord, I pray that you will bring more. And I pray that you will uh, grow this ministry so that so many more people will get to know you and, and continue reading your word because this is the only way to get to know you. This is what you've given us. And I am grateful. I know, I know many people out there who are so grateful for your word. I'm thankful for my family. I'm thankful for this ministry. I'm thankful for Jeremiah and his family who uh, are also so incredibly supportive and in, in, in his friendship and uh, his fellowship when we get to do this together. So Lord, I just pray blessings over his family, my family, and all of those folks out there. Uh, and it, it includes our friends, Lord. We thank you for our friends who are also so incredibly supportive. Lord, I invite you into this time in your word. I pray you bless it, anoint it, clear us of ourselves and clear our minds of the world and help us to focus on what it is you want us to learn from today's reading. Lord, take us where you want us to go. Let us meet the people you want us to meet. Let us say the words you want us to say and keep us out of your way. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, so uh, we are in uh, chapter four of Exodus. This is episode 65.2. Like I said earlier, and we're going to read about Moses. <clears throat> Signs of the Lord's power. But Moses protested again. What if they won't believe me or listen to me? What if they say the Lord never appeared to you? Then the Lord asked him, what is that in your hand? A shepherd's staff, Moses replied. Throw it down on the ground, the Lord told him. So Moses threw down the staff, and it turned into a snake. Moses jumped back. Then the Lord told him, Reach out and grab its tail. So Moses reached out and grabbed it, and it turned back into a shepherd's staff in his hand. Perform this sign, the Lord told him. Then they will believe that the Lord, the God of their ancestors, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob really has appeared to you. Then the Lord said to Moses, Now put your hand inside your cloak. So Moses put his hand inside his cloak, 
and when he took it out again, his hand was white as snow with a severe skin disease. Now put your hand back into your cloak, the Lord said. So Moses put his hand back in, and when he took it out, again, it was as healthy as the rest of his body. The Lord said to Moses, if they do not believe you and are not convinced by the first miraculous sign, they will be convinced by the second sign. And if you don't, I'm sorry, if they don't believe you or listen to you, even after these two signs, then take some water from the Nile River and pour it on the dry ground. When you do, the water from the Nile will turn to blood on the ground. But Moses pleaded with the Lord, O oh Lord, I'm not good with words. I never have been, and I'm not now. Even though you have spoken to me, I get tongue-tied, and my words get tangled. Then the Lord asked Moses, Who makes a person's mouth? Who decides whether people speak or do not speak? Hear or do not hear? See or do not see? It is, not, is it not I, the Lord? Now go, I will be with you as you speak, and I will instruct you, in what you say, in what to say. But Moses again pleaded, Lord, please send anyone else. Then the Lord became angry with Moses. All right, he said, what about your brother Aaron, the Levite? I know he speaks well, and look, he is on his way to meet you now. He will be delighted to see you. Talk to him and put the words in his mouth. I will be with you. I will, be I will be with both of you as you speak, and I will instruct you both in what to do. Aaron will be your spokesman to the people. He will be your mouthpiece, and you will stand in the place of God for him, telling him what to do. And take your shepherd's staff with you and use it to perform the miraculous signs I have shown you. Moses returns to Egypt. So Moses went back home to Jethro, his father-in-law. Please let me return to my relatives in Egypt, Moses said. I don't even know if they are still alive. <clears throat> Go in peace, Jethro replied. Before Moses left Midian, the Lord said to him, Return to Egypt, for all those who wanted to kill you have died. So Moses took his wife and sons, put them on a donkey, and headed back to the land of Egypt. In his hand he carried the staff of God. And the Lord told Moses, when you arrive back in Egypt, go to Pharaoh and perform all the miracles I have empowered you to do. But I will harden his heart so he will refuse to let the people go. Sorry. Um, then you will tell him, this is what the Lord says. Israel is my firstborn. I commanded you, let my son go so he can worship me. But since you have refused, I will now kill your firstborn son. On the way to Egypt, at a place where Moses and his family had stopped for the night, the Lord confronted him and was about to kill him. But Moses's wife, Zipporah, took a flint knife and circumcised her son. She touched his feet with the foreskin and said, Now you are a bridegroom of blood to me. When she said a bridegroom of blood, she was referring to the circumcision. After that, the Lord told, I'm sorry, after that, the Lord left him alone. Now, the Lord had said to Aaron, go out into the wilderness to meet Moses. So Aaron went and met Moses at the mountain of God, and he embraced him. Moses then told Aaron everything the Lord had commanded him to say. 
and he told him about the miraculous signs the Lord had commanded him to perform. Then Moses and Aaron returned to Egypt and called all the elders of Israel together. Aaron told them everything the Lord had told Moses, and, the, and Moses performed the miraculous signs as they watched. Then the people of Israel were convinced that the Lord had sent Moses and Aaron. When they heard that the Lord was concerned about them and had seen their misery, they bowed down and worshipped. All right, so I did highlight quite a few things, um, starting with, of course, uh, the very first verse, but Moses protested again. You know, he protested how many times in the last chapter? You know, what if they don't believe me or listen to me? Uh, and then the Lord asks him, you know, what's in your hand? And Moses tells him it's a shepherd's staff. And so throws it on the ground, turns into a snake, touches the tail, picks, turns back in to a staff. You know, God is giving him what he needs. And uh, he says, um, then the Lord says to Moses, now put your hand inside your cloak. And, you know, he turns it white and then he turns it back and he's okay. So um, the part that I highlighted was uh, again in eight and 10, uh, but Moses pleaded with the Lord Again, O oh Lord, I'm not good with words. I never have been and I'm not now. Even though you have spoken to me, I get tongue-tied and my words get tangled. So we've come to find out that Moses is not a great speaker. And uh, I've heard from other uh, pastors uh, that I've listened to um, that he actually had uh, possibly a stutter. Um, you know, who knows what it is? It's not connecting his brain to his tongue. And his words get tangled. So I don't know, I don't know what exactly that means, but apparently he has a problem with speech. And then, of course, the Lord says to Moses, who makes a person's mouth? Who decides whether they speak or not, or hear or not, or see? And he says, now go, I will be with you as you speak, and I will instruct you in what to say. God's telling him, I'm going to be with you. Um... Then Moses pleads again. He's like, Lord, please send somebody else. He so didn't want to do this. How many times have we done that? How many times in our lives can you look back and say, oh, yeah, I've been, you know, I really didn't want to do that. I, you know, God, please send somebody else to do this. This is not my forte, you know, whatever. So, so many times we've, you know, not want, and sometimes we dig our heels in and we don't do what God's telling us. I, I, guilty, guilty as charged. And here, this is where God gets mad. You know, the, the Lord became angry with Moses. He's he's exasperated. He's done. He doesn't want to argue anymore. So he can. So God, knowing he can use somebody else, Aaron, his brother, who's a Levite, the priest, um, he says, uh, Aaron the Levite uh, speaks well. And again, he says in fifteen, I will be with both of you as you speak. I will instruct you both in what to do. I'll be there. I'm going to be there every step of the way. I'm not going to leave you or forsake you. Um, so now Moses is wanting to return to Egypt. He asks his father-in-law if it's okay to go. Uh, God tells him before he leaves to go, uh, God says, return to Egypt for all those who wanted to kill you have died. 
which is good. So nobody remembers that Moses uh, had killed the uh, Egyptian uh, guard. Uh, and he goes uh, carrying the staff of God. That's in uh, verse 20. And then I also highlighted in 21, when you arrive back in Egypt, he tells him, go to Pharaoh and perform all the miracles I've empowered you to do. Uh, but I will harden his heart as he will refuse to let the people go. So, and we all know this, you know, Pharaoh doesn't let him go. Doesn't matter how many miracles, how many plagues, it didn't matter. He just, he didn't want to relinquish the power over the Egyptians. Uh, and so because of that, because he's hardened his heart and he refuses to let uh, Israel go, you know, he says, I'm going to kill your firstborn son. So, um, I don't know what this whole thing about the circumcision was about. I'd have to do a little bit of digging. I didn't have time to go read the, oh wait, it says down here. Oh, so in that little notation, that's kind of weird. The Hebrew word for feet may refer here to the male sex organ. That's interesting. So, if we go back to 25 but Moses's wife Zipporah took a flint knife and circumcised her son she touched his feet with the foreskin and said now oh oh I got it I read that wrong now you are a bridegroom of blood to me when she said a bridegroom of blood she was referring to the circumcision okay I, I, I read that completely so knowing what the word feet means kind of helps a little bit with the context. Okay, so getting back to Moses and Aaron in 27. Now the Lord had said to Aaron, go out into the wilderness to meet Moses. So Aaron went and met Moses at the mountain of God and he embraced him. Then Moses and Aaron went to Egypt and called the elders of Israel together. Moses performed all of the miracles and when they heard all of this, they were convinced. So the, the Israelites are convinced Moses is the one. He's going to help them get out of Egypt. Uh, and they were, um, you know, probably pretty excited that the Lord uh, was concerned about them and had seen their misery. And so they worshiped him. They bowed and worshiped him. So it sounds to me like the Israelites are getting on the right path and working their way, you know, to getting back at, right with God. So... Um, that's it for today. Uh, it's interesting for me to read all of this in, uh, and kind of understand it a little bit better of what's going on here. And, um, you know, listening to Moses, uh, you know, he keeps wanting to not do it, but I think he's finally realizing I don't have a choice. I got to do what God's telling me to do. It's kind of like, uh, we're going to read later on. I think, I don't know what book it is, but you read is there a book of Jonah? I don't think there is. But whatever the story of Jonah is, you're going to read about that. Um, and, uh, you know, Jonah didn't want to go to Nineveh. But God, you know, God's got a plan. He wants you to do what he wants you to do. So, uh, with that said, God wants us to have a relationship. He has sent his one and only son to die on the cross for us. And in order to have salvation, you have to believe in Jesus Christ. So if you have not committed your life to Christ and um, made him Lord of your life, here's your moment. We will lead you in the prayer of salvation. 
And uh, if you're already a believer, feel free to say it uh, with us. So let's pray. <clears throat> Heavenly Father, today I put my trust in you. I am not perfect and know that I have sinned against you. Please forgive me. I thank you for the sacrifice of your son, Jesus. It's his perfect and spotless blood that covers all of my sins, past, present, and future. On this day, I accept him as my Lord and Savior. I accept him into my heart and will live my life for him. Thank you for my salvation. In Jesus' name, amen. If you said that prayer for the first time, congratulations. You are now a brother or sister in Christ. This is your new birthday. Mark it in your Bible that today is your day, whatever day it might be. You might be listening today. You might be listening in a year. I don't know. But whatever it is, I'm just glad that you were uh, listening, reading, and having this time to become a brother or sister in Christ. You've, you've realized that this is what you're supposed to be doing. So there's more to it, though. Just because you're a believer doesn't mean you stop there. You continue reading your Bible, you continue to pray, but you also get involved. You, you, God requires us to be servants. And so I would say get to a church, get to a pastor. Um, they will answer your questions, how to get to the next step. Join a ministry, volunteer, start a Bible study, join a Bible study, whatever it is, uh, use this Bible study. More than, you know, you can play these videos or audios, whatever you want to do. We're happy to let you use these. So have at it. Um, but get out there and start living for Christ. Uh, that's it for today. I went a little older, over a little bit. Um, and it might be a little bit longer these days if we're going to start incorporating the verse of the day. We will also post it to our Facebook page and Instagram. So you can have that. And um, that's it. That's it for today. So God bless you. I don't know what time of day it is that you're listening, morning, noon, or night, but I'm glad that you're able to join me. Uh, have a great day, and I will see you tomorrow. See you later.